When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. I don't know about you guys, and again, we got uh, Jacob and Chantel who are producing the show. I feel like when when Father's Day hits, to me, that, that's, that is really a real indication that football is going to be here before you know it. Like, for me, like, that's like, it's Father's Day, and I'm like, oh, man, snap, before we know it, Rookies are going to report to training camp. It's the end of July. And then then August turns around and we've got the, you know, preseason games that none of us watch. And, um, and then all of a sudden football and and we're, we're on that, we're on that Thursday night game. Right. Um, I just feel like it's going to be here before we know it. So, so always a good time to talk about the NFL and, and some stuff out there pertaining to the jets, um, first and foremost, CBSSports.com has an article out. Uh, you know what's what's the biggest red flag for each team? I know I'm not breaking news here because I've said this quite frequently on on my show um, that you could tune into on, on Saturday and Sundays, and that is the offensive line for this Jets team, right? You know, you, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who, with all due respect, you know, because of his age and and durability of course you know injured himself at at OTAs in in regard to you know the calf with the medicine ball really if you go and you look at his game film and in his statistics in Green Bay he really hasn't been creating for himself what do I mean creating for himself you know I I felt for a, a good portion of Aaron Rodgers career um you know his mobility I I he was he was deceivingly fast in being able to um, generate and create space and opportunity and time for himself to, to get the ball up. We haven't seen that uh, in the last few years. So I've got some big concerns in regard to Aaron Rodgers' performance because of this offensive line, right? Like Dwayne Brown at 37 years old uh, on his blind side, and then you've got Mackay Becton, who's only played one game in the last two years. And if you listen to his comments just a few months ago, is not happy, is, is, was blaming the Jets franchise and organization for his injury because uh, he's not used, his body's not used to playing on the right side of, of the line and, and playing right tackle. So he's playing a position he doesn't even want to play. <laughs> so... I just, you know, so so there's there's validity in that. And again, this is an interesting article on um, on CBSSports.com. They said for the Giants, it's downhill, downhill, downfield passing. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Uh, Daniel Jones finally showcased franchise-level poise in 2022 under Dable, and the Giants finally got him some help this offseason. Darren Waller, uh, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, among others as pass catchers, but all of their key 
uh, additions have to prove they can stay healthy. And Jones still has yet to prove that he can air it out consistently when it matters most. So downfield passing, biggest red flag uh, in regard to the Giants and the Jets bookend help for Rodgers. Uh, pretty two, two legit concerns, that's for sure. Uh, let's listen in. Uh, Josh Allen, who will be facing off against Aaron Rodgers uh, twice this season now, since Aaron is in the AFC East, had this to say. I've gotten to know Aaron over the last couple of years, and I'd consider us you know, fairly close. And I don't say we text on the regular, but he usually answers. I know he doesn't answer a lot of people. I've been such a fan of him as a little kid, having Aaron Rodgers' jerseys, trying to emulate what he does on the football field. He's such a special player, the most gifted thrower of the football of all time, to now be going against him twice a year. It's going to be battle. So Josh Allen, that was on the Slow News Day pod, uh, talking about his excitement. Obviously, uh, much respect for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and that will be, man, those two games, how fun are those going to be? I just don't think the NFL did the Jets any, any, any favors by placing their first game off the bat against the Buffalo Bills. Because, you know, I, obviously, you know, granted, yeah, it's great that Aaron Rodgers was here for all the OTAs and obviously he will be here for training camp and whatnot. But still, I, I mean, just a, a lot of, even though it's Nathaniel Hackett and it's a system that Aaron is, is, is familiar with, you know, is, is how, how, much, how much time is it going to take everybody else, uh, all the other players here on offense, to get familiar with that system? So for them to come right out, right, right out of the, the, the bat, like um, game one of the regular season against the Buffalo Bills, man, that's some tough sledding. Not sure if I, I I wholeheartedly would be happy about that if I was uh, if I was you know Robert Sala or or um, Joe D. Also, Bill Barnwell came out with an article not too long ago, um, and and pretty much I'm going to paraphrase saying that he feels that it would have been best if the Jets would have gone in the direction of a Teddy Bridgewater or a Derek Carr save some money, invest that money in free agency elsewhere, um, build some more depth on this roster and see what you can do with that as opposed to spending all the money and giving up the draft picks and everything that it, it took the Jets to get Aaron Rodgers. And Bill Barnwell got absolutely destroyed for uh, writing that, that article, that column. Um, this is what he had to say on, on ESPN Radio just recently. There's legitimate concerns about this offense. You mentioned the offensive line issues. You mentioned Nathaniel Hackett. To me, I think it even stretches to the receivers and their familiarity and comfort with Aaron Rodgers, who isn't exactly known as the most cuddly guy with young <laughs> receivers. But if they get off to a one and four or one and five start, how is everyone in that building going to deal with adversity given the lofty expectations for the Jets? Listen, he, he's right. Based on everything that the Jets have given up, it's Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't committed to year two, even though the assumption is, um, based on everything that the Jets did give up, that he will play for two years. But you never know with him. You never know. They start off against the Bills. To me, with all due respect, I know I frequently really upset Jets fans uh, on on several occasions. Um I, I just I, I don't anticipate the Jets winning game one against the Bills. Uh, again, I, I think it's going to take this Jets offense and just typically the new collective bargaining agreement 
lack of of practice, uh, especially in pads. I just it it's it takes a good three to four weeks for a team to truly uh, I build their identity. And considering that there's so many new parts here with the Jets, where there's not a lot of change happening with the Buffalo Bills, not a lot of change at all. So I, I I've got the Jets losing Game One against the Bills, and like I said, I, I don't I don't think the NFL did them any justice by putting the Bills in their first game overall. It's not what I would have liked to have seen. Um, then going up against the Cowboys in Week Two in Dallas. Cowboys are going to be a better team this season. Then they're home against the Patriots. I know a lot of people are sleeping on the Patriots. I love Mac Jones. Uh, Bill O'Brien now is, uh, is, is the offensive coordinator, which I think is going to help Mac Jones a lot. What if DeAndre Hopkins ends up in New England? He had a cup of coffee. He was one of the two teams that he did visit, the Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. So that's a toss-up game right there for me because it is Bill Belichick. It is the Patriots. Then they go up against the Chiefs. Then they're at Denver. And then the Eagles. Um, I, I think I think the Jets are going to be very... Um, I think they'll be very fortunate to be 3-3 three and three in their first six games. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're 2-4. and four. And God forbid they're one in six or one in five. God forbid they lose to the Bills, they lose at Dallas, they beat the Patriots, they lose against Kansas City, they lose in Denver, and they lose against the Eagles. And they're sitting there at one in five. Bill Barnwell is on to something. Right? Like <laughs> Aaron didn't like the media in in New in uh in Green Bay. You think he's going to like the media here in New York? God forbid this team starts one and five. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like I said, I, I, I think they, they will be, um, they would have to be really happy. That's a really tough start to the season. It's a really tough stretch of six games for a team that has so much change. I think they'd be happy. I would be happy if they were three and three. What say you? 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on this, uh, this Friday night. Here on 98.7 ESPN, in for Dan Grasso. More to come. We'll be right back. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Um, let's just go straight to the phone call. Uh, Richard and Valley Stream, welcome in. Hi, good evening. Anita, I love you, Anita. Anita do you? Can you hear me? Do, do you? Do you, Richard? Do uh, you? Anita, I, I, I... Anita, listen, 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 Anita. I mean, like, you never show us love, man. Like, what's the deal? Like, what? you never show us love. Okay, okay. Like, let's, you, let's, you, okay, stop, it. wait. Richard, that. Richard, hold on, hold on, Richard. Let's, because I, so, just so folks understand, this is, this is what the screen says to me. Richard from Valley Stream, Jets, slash, Anita is so negative about the Jets, and I don't get it. So that's then Richard comes on and says he loves me, but then he doesn't understand why. So explain, explain to me what 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 I said that is is so negative about the Jets. Anita, I've I've been listening to you for years. You know what I mean? Like every every time you know you talk about my Jets, it's always on on a negative. You know. Okay. So so what what did what did I say? What did I just say? Okay, all right, okay. You said you just said, you know, um the Jets should be happy if they're three and three. Happy at three and three? Why should Did you have you have you seen the first six games? Richard, have you seen the first six games? I get that Anita. Can I say something real quick? Like, you don't think those 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 same teams are worried about playing the Jets as well? Like you're talking about like, you know, the Jets should be worried about the first six. You don't think that the, the first six should be worried about playing us as well? We got a top ten defense, Anita. Like, I mean, come on. Are okay. Let, let me let's okay. Let's do it this way. How concerned are you on a scale of one to ten for your offensive line? I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you know, I am concerned to, to a certain degree. But like, my, what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is like you know, those teams they have to worry about playing us as well. Like you know, we have we have Aaron Rodgers, you know, playing quarterback this year. I, I understand, but there's going to be a growth period. There has to be it's football, dude. You you've got you've got so many players that have to gel and come together and have to play their role in order to like they're they're not all gonna be able to especially you've got Aaron Rodgers trying to teach a new system to a, a bunch of young guys that have only been in the NFL for a short period of time. There is going to be there, there's going to be a learning there's going to be a learning curve here, and for them to but come you know, right I, off the I, bat I, and play the I Buffalo can't. Bills that have no, that that have no all, learning I curve. I get all of that, I get all oh. of that, Anita, But can you please be a little positive for once? Come on, like don't find one interview of of somebody talking negatively about the Jets, and then you focus on that. But what about the other like you know hundreds of other people you know so get stuff about the Jets this year? You don't bring stuff like you you don't be bringing stuff like that up. But you find that one interview, and then you make the you make that your focus of the whole show. Come on, Anita. Come on, show us some love, Anita. <laughs> of the whole show, I've been talking about the Yankees and the NBA the whole show. Anita, I love uh, you, Anita. <laughs> Richard, 
Oh man, I don't have a good night, Richard. I'm glad you love me. And I, um, I, I just, listen, I speak the truth. I speak the truth. I'm not always right, but I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke. If I, I'm looking at this guy, like, no, I don't, I don't believe they're going to be the bills in week one. Now, listen, they play the Bills again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They play the Bills uh, around week 10. I don't know. It's probably after their bye week, so it's probably week 11. It's on November 19th. Now, I'm, I'm, I'll be more excited about that game than I will week one because by, by that time, now, you know, now, now the Jets will have an identity. Now players will have a better understanding of the offense, better execution. Um, so you know, I, I do like that. Listen, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the tail end of their schedule. Things get a lot easier for them, which is great, right? So again, I, I think the first six weeks are going to be tough sledding. The Bills at the Cowboys, the Patriots. The Kansas City Chiefs at Denver. Let me tell you something. It's hard to go play at Denver at the start of the season. Okay? Uh, because it's mile high. And, and it, it is. It's just the, the altitude and, and, and the oxygen, it's hard. Um, and not everybody is in great shape. But it is October 8th. Hopefully everybody will be in good shape at that point. Uh, and then, of course, and then the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, listen... The, the odds makers, and, and Richard, again, this, this isn't, I'm not being a negative Nelly here. The odds makers have the Bills, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Like, like the best, some of the best odds in winning the Super Bowl. This isn't just me. So you've, you've got one, so in their first six weeks, they're playing four teams that odds makers feel extremely, have strong conviction are four teams that could go out there and win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, with that being said, I, I think if they finish the first six weeks, three and three, I, I think that's, that's admirable. Yeah, I, I do. And then things get easier. They're at the Giants, which really is a home game, right? Um, then they're taking on the Chargers. And then they're at the Raiders, at the Bills, the Dolphins. We'll see if Tua is still healthy by then. Uh, the Falcons, the Texans, the Dolphins again, Washington, the Browns, and the Patriots. So, you know, I, I do believe that a lot of it is going to be getting through the first six, six weeks, getting through the first six games. And again, if I think they're, if, if they can come out of that being three and three, again, I think that's a solid base because their schedule gets considerably a lot easier after that. That's my point. I don't think I'm, beating up on on the jets because of that richard <laughs> quick break we come back um we'll continue with your calls um francis wants to jump on board and um also we'll hear from mike clay so still more to come 98.7 espn this is the dan grasser show on 98.7 espn <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Psychedelics uh, Conference in Denver. Um... I guess he was. It was during that speech he made where that quote was going around about. Um, he was talking about uh, ayahuasca and the benefits of psychedelics and uh, how it affects him playing. Um, he actually explained that he was basically saying that his best season was under ayahuasca like two years ago, and that twenty six touchdown that he had last year was uh, kind of a down year, basically. Okay. Listen, he's an interesting cat. There's no denying that. Um, uh, Phillies up on the Mets right now, 5-1, bottom of the eighth, and the Rangers up on the Yankees right now, 4-2, top of the 10th. So they went into some extra innings, Avi. Um, the Reds and the Braves, man, this game. I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't believe I don't have it on. Uh, Reds up 11-10 to against the Braves. How about that? Uh, we're going to get to your calls in just a second, 800-919-3776. Uh, side note here, I, I just stumbled upon this on social media, and it's a picture of Carson Wentz, uh, and he posted this on his social media page, and he killed this big black bear. Um, and he's sitting there, he's got his gun, he's smiling, the the, the black bear is, is dead, Um hovering over his lap and he's sitting there and he's smiling and and some of the some of the comments here on his social media site are uh you know obviously a lot of people are up in arms unfollowed bye bye um uh you know dead just like your career um uh, there was one on here. <laughs> Maybe Nick Foles shot it and just tried, and, and you just tried to take credit for it. Um, I, I, it's 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 really sad. And and listen, I get that hunting is a sport, but I'm a true believer. If you're gonna go out and you're gonna hunt and kill an animal, it, it should be for food. That that's just that's that's my that's my piece with it. You know, if you got there and you, you know, you, you, you kill any type of animal, um, you know, I, I grew up down in South Florida. Uh, I grew up on boats. My parents had boats. We were, I was, I was just always in the ocean. We were always fishing and we never, we never caught a fish and killed a fish if we weren't going to take it home and eat it or, you know, uh, take the meat and give it to a neighbor or a friend or a family member or something like that was, that was our rule on the boat. 
you know, if we caught, if we caught like, a, you know, a bear, there's certain barracuda, like I love catching barracuda. They're so fun. They're so fun to fight, but there's certain size barracuda that you can't eat. Barracuda gets a certain size. It's, it's poisonous. You can't eat it. And so we would throw it back. We never like, like our house, we never had like, you know, you walk in, you like people like have those fish. They have, you know, they, they, they're mounted. We never did that. Our rule in the house was always, if, if you're going, if, if you kill a fish, we bring it home and we eat it. I just, this is just, this is, this is really, um, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Uh, let's go to your calls. We have Francois. I'm sorry. I said Francis. It's Francois calling from in from New Jersey. Francois, welcome in. Yes, Francois. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, I heard Richard and, you know, he was, you heard his feelings. He sounded like he's from my area, um, Haiti. But um, I think that. Stop passing. <laughs> yeah, not boule. We were, you were just speaking reality and facts. Um I'm a, I'm a Jets fan, and I understand that, you know, we're all excited. But the reality is it's a very tough division, and we do have a tough schedule in front of us. If, if anything could happen, you never know. We might be 3-3. Three and three, We might be 4-2. and two. Who knows? What, what we should be is just excited that we have an opportunity and then just rest on that. Absolutely. Listen, um, and, and thank you for the phone call, Francois. I, I really do appreciate it. And thank you for, for tuning in to 98.7 ESPN. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm uber excited for this season because Aaron Rodgers is here. I'm, I'm thrilled for this Jets team and, the, and, and Jets fans this season. I can't wait to see what this team is going to do. But you're right. One would argue that the AFC... East is the most competitive division in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills locked and reloaded. And by the way, drafting Kincaid, one of my favorite tight ends, if not the best tight end coming out of this year's NFL draft, you add him to the mix offensively with, with Josh Allen, watch out. The Miami Dolphins, boy, there's a lot of people I know who I have a lot of respect for and their opinion in this business who love the Miami Dolphins this year. Like, love them on paper. I'm fading them because I, I feel that Tua, unfortunately, is, is one concussion away from seriously having a very uh, serious conversation with the NFL and ending his career. It, it's, 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 it's frightening to me. It's frightening to me that Tua is still playing in the NFL. It really is. And I pray to God he doesn't get injured. Um, but, um, but I've got some major concerns. And... Uh, the backup, by the way, how interesting, the backup is Mike White. So, uh, and, and listen, I'm sure Mike White could come in and, and win some games, uh, but, you know, obviously that team, nobody's going nobody's to be banking on them winning an AFC East division with Mike White uh, starting at the quarterback position. Okay, can he come in and win two or three games if uh, if, if there's some type of you know, injury outside of a concussion for Tua? Sure, I believe that. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm very frightened for, for Tua this season. I, I really am. Um, New England, I think a lot of people are sleeping on, on them in the division. I think we forget sometimes how good Bill Belichick is. Bill O'Brien now, the offensive coordinator. Uh, I, I, re, I truly believe in Mac Jones. Um, I think this team is going to be better than what most people think. 
Um, and then of course, and then of course you've got the Jets top five defense in, in the NFL, all the weapons, Aaron Rodgers, all the things. This is going to be a really, it's going to, it's not going to be a walk in the park. And here's another thing. Keep this in mind. This is my, when people call Tom Brady, the gro the goat, the greatest of all time, my argument is, well, look at the division that he played in the majority of his career. Let's be honest. The bills, the dolphins and the jets all stunk while Tom Brady dominated the AFC East playing for the Patriots. You could say the same for Aaron Rodgers in the NFC North. The Bears and the Lions, and on occasion, the Minnesota Vikings stunk with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. So now, this will be the first time he's coming in and he's playing in a division where he is not coming in as the favorite. The Buffalo Bills are the favorite right now, not by much, but are the favorite to win the AFC East. This is a really, really competitive division. You can argue um, that the AFC North is the most competitive division. I have Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl this year. The Ravens, uh, they've done a lot to bolster their, their passing offense. So it's going to be really interesting to see how balanced they are on offense this season. Then, of course, the Steelers, I think they take a step up with Kenny Pickett coming into his second season. So there's that. And then the Cleveland Browns, who a lot of people feel could be a dark horse for landing DeAndre Hopkins and him re reunited with Deshaun Watson. So there's that. And then, of course, you've got the AFC West with Kansas City. The Chargers are going to be a lot better. I think the Raiders will be solid with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then I think the Denver Broncos are going to be much better with Sean Payton as their head coach. And then the NFC... Man, the NFC, that conference is just, the whole conference is god-awful. Um, you know, the, the Eagles, obviously, uh, to me, the favorite to win the NFC East. I think the Giants and the Cowboys are going to be battling it out for second place. Uh, in the NFC North, I've got the Detroit Lions winning the NFC North. I, I know a lot of people are really big on Justin Fields and the Bears this year. I am not. Um. In the NFC South, to me, it's Derek Carr and the Saints. Um, I just, there, there's nothing about Tampa or Carolina or Atlanta that does anything for me. And I think the San Francisco 49ers are probably one of the most intriguing storylines this season because who's their quarterback? Trey Lance isn't ready for the NFL. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. I think last season was an outlier for him. I think there's a good chance that Sam Darnold will be your starting quarterback for the 49ers. And you think Sam Darnold is going to engineer a 49ers team to win the NFC West? I do not. I think the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith, of all, of, of all quarterbacks, I, I think the Seahawks winning the NFC West. So uh, that's, that's how I look at this landscape. So with that being said, again, I think you can make an, a, a solid argument that the AFC East and the AFC North and you want to throw in the AFC West, that one of those divisions is the most competitive, not just in the NFL, but possibly in, in all of professional sport. 800-919-3776. we come back, we'll get your call, Al. Um, Anita Marks with you in for Dan Grasset tonight, right here on 98.7 ESPN.